0: Section number fourteen of Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation by the Review of U.S. Spaceflight Plans Committee. 6.2.4 Reference Cases of the Entirely Unconstrained Program of Record Unconstrained Program of Record, as an example of the affordability methodology applied to an actual integrated scenario, The reference case of an implementable version of the current Constellation program of record, unconstrained by any budget whatsoever, was analyzed. This implementation version contains only two slight variations from the actual program instituted by the Committee, the provision for the shuttle, to be flown out in 2011. And additional funds for the deorbit of the ISS in 2016 after withdrawal of U.S. participation at the end of 2015. Note that the ISS is not extended to 2020 in this particular reference case. As assessed by the Committee, this case delivers Ares I Orion in late 2016 cheese human lunar return by the early 2020s, and a human-tended lunar outpost a few years later. These are very close to the dates held internally by the Constellation Program. However, the Committee's analysis indicates that in order to achieve the milestones on that schedule, the implementable program of record requires in real year dollars stated at 65% confidence about 145 billion over the period from 2010 to 2020 which is about 45 billion over the guidance of the president's fy 2010 budget through 2020 and about 17 billion more than what is provided in the less constrained budget the expenditures reach 14 billion per year in fy 2016 about 2 billion above the less constrained budget and 5 billion over the fy 2010 budget for that year the expenditures reach over 16 billion per year at their peak in fy 2019 3 billion above the less constrained budget and 7 billion over the FY 2010 budget for that year. Thus, the program of record as assessed by the Constellation Program and the unconstrained implementable version of the program of record as assessed by the committee deliver Ares 1 and Orion in the mid to late 2010s, and they both have human lunar return in the early 2020s. Neither provides for an extension of the ISS or a space technology program of significance. The committee's finding is that the totally unconstrained implementable version of the program of record would significantly exceed even the less constrained budget. Unconstrained program of record with the ISS extension. This case would be identical to the above version of the program of record, but with the extension of the ISS to 2020. Since the budget for this case is unconstrained, no milestones slip, but more funds must be added to the NASA budget to operate the ISS in the years between 2016 and 2020. In this reference case, the Ares I Orion again are delivered in late 2016. Human lunar return is accomplished by the early 2020s, and human-tended lunar outpost is developed a few years later, again close to the dates held internally By the Constellation program. The ISS is extended to 2020, but in order to achieve these milestones, this variant of the program of record requires, at a 65% confidence level and in real year dollars, about $159 billion over the period from 2010 to 2020, which is about $59 billion over the guidance of the President's FY 2010 budget through 2020, and about $31 billion more than provided in the less-constrained budget. The expenditures reach $15 billion per year in FY 2016, about $3 billion above the less-constrained budget and $6 billion over the FY 2010 budget for that year. The expenditures reach about $19 billion per year at their peak in FY 2019, $6 billion above the less constrained budget, and $10 billion over the FY 2010 budget for that year. Furthermore, the technology budget is a small fraction of a billion dollars each year. Although these two reference options represent the greatest continuity from the existing program of record, the committee did not include them in the integrated options because they greatly exceed the FY 2010 budget profile and because the committee does not consider them to be programmatically competitive With the integrated options discussed below. 6.3. Integrated options constrained to the FY2010 budget. 6.3.1. Evaluation of integrated options 1 and 2. The committee was asked to provide two options that fit within the FY2010 budget profile. That funding profile is shown in Figure 6.2.3-1. It is essentially flat or decreasing through 2014, then increases at 1.4% each year thereafter, which is slower than 2.4% inflation rate used by the Committee. Option 1. Program of record as assessed by the Committee Constrained to the FY 2010 budget. This option is the Constellation program of record with only three changes providing funds for the shuttle into FY 2011, including sufficient funds to deorbit the ISS in 2016, and constraining the expenditures to the FY 2010 budget. Under this option, the shuttle retires in FY 2011, and until its retirement in 2015, international crew carriers are used to rotate U.S. crews to the ISS. When constrained to the FY 2010 budget profile, Ares one and Orion are not available until the latter years of the 2010s after the iss has been deorbited as shown in figure 6.3.1-1 starting in the late 2010s piloted flights in the aries 1 and orion could begin at a pace of several flights per year but with no specific destination defined the heavy lift aries 5 is not available until the late 2020s allowing only orbital flights to the moon. In addition, there are insufficient funds to develop the lunar lander and lunar surface system until well into the 2030s, if ever. See Figure 6.2.2-2. In short, this program operates within current FY2010 budget constraints, but offers little or no apparent value. Option two, the ISS and lunar exploration constrained to FY 2010 budget. This option extends the ISS to 2020 and begins a program of lunar exploration using Aries 5 light in the dual launch mode. The option assumes shuttle fly out in FY 2011 and it includes a technology development program a program to develop commercial crew services to low Earth orbit and funds for enhanced utilization of the ISS. As shown in Figure 6.3.1-1, the shuttle retires in FY 2011 and international providers rotate crew to the ISS until U.S. Commercial Crew Services become available in the mid to late 2010s those providers are used to rotate the ISS crew until the space station's retirement in 2020 this option does not deliver heavy lift capability with the Ares 5 light plus Orion until the late 2020s and does not have funds to develop the systems needed to land on or explore the moon, see figure 6.2.2-2. The committee applied its evaluation criteria to assess integrated options 1 and 2 as shown in figure 6.3.1-2. The analysis shows that option 2, the ISS and lunar exploration outperforms or equals Option 1 in all criteria. It has an equal but low exploration preparation rating and performs equally on science, knowledge, public engagement, schedule performance, mission safety challenge, and workforce impact criteria. Option 2 is more highly rated under several criteria. The technology investment provides a higher rating in technology. The extension of the ISS improves its ratings in human civilization because of the added microgravity human physiology experience gained above the ISS and in global partnerships because of the continued engagement of the international partners. Use of the commercial crew produces higher scores for economic development and an improved score due to lower life cycle costs. The resulting stronger advocacy increases the rating for sustainability. 6.3.2 Examination of Alternate Budget Guidance The first two integrated options allows examination of the underlying question, what meaningful exploration program beyond low Earth orbit could be executed within the budget Constraints represented in the FY 2010 budget. The committee concludes that two executable alternatives comply with FY 2010 funding guidance. Option two is scored on the evaluation criteria more highly than option one, which provides for neither the ISS extension nor technology development but neither alternative provides for a viable exploration program. In the process of developing these options, the committee conducted a sensitivity analysis to determine whether any reasonable exploration program, example with different heavy lift vehicles or a different exploration destination, would fit within the FY2010 budget guidance. The committee could find none. In addition, the committee tried to develop a variant of the flexible path that fit within the FY2010 budget, and such a variant looked no more promising than Option 2, with the first missions beyond low-Earth orbit in the late 2020s. This analysis led committee to its finding that human exploration beyond low earth orbit is not viable under the FY 2010 budget guideline it would be possible to continue the ISS and a program of human activity in low earth orbit within this budget guidance and to develop the technology for future exploration but the budget limitation would delay meaningful exploration well into the 2020s or beyond 6.4 moon first integrated options fit to the less constrained budget 6.4.1 evaluation of integrated options three and four option three and four and its variants pursue the moon first exploration strategy but are not constrained to the fy 2010 budget profile Rather, they are fit to the less constrained planning budget that the committee developed. The budget profile shown in figure 6.2.3-1 increases to $3 billion above the FY 2010 guidance between FY 2011 and FY 2014 and then grows with inflation at an expected inflation rate of 2.4% per year. While it was formulating integrated options, the committee quickly realized that viable options could not be found within the constrained budget. It then examined potential increases in the budget that would enable a sustainable and executable human spaceflight program. By examining several different potential expenditure profiles, the committee arrived at the above investment level, that would provide for the extension of the ISS, allowing progress towards exploration beyond low-Earth orbit, and make an investment in technology, it provided a useful standard by way which various options could be compared in a meaningful way. Option 3. Baseline Case. Implementable Program of Record. This is an executable version of the program of record, see Figure 6.2.2-2. It consists of the content and sequence of that program, deorbiting the ISS in 2016, developing Orion, Aries one, and Aries V, and beginning exploration of the Moon. The committee made only two additions it felt essential— Budgeting for the flyout of the shuttle in 2011 and including additional funds for the ISS deorbit, the committee then applied the less constrained budget profile. The committee's assessment of the schedule outcome for this option is shown in Figure 6.4.1 1. Under that schedule, the shuttle retires in FY 2011 and International Cruise Services ferry U.S. crews to the ISS until its retirement in 2015. The option delivers the Aries I Orion in the mid-to-late 2010s and flights to low-Earth orbit, but with no specific destination as yet definable. The Aries V becomes available, and human lunar return occurs in the mid-2020s. With a pace of about two flights per year, a lunar base begins to function about three years later. Although not included by the Committee as an integrated option, a variant of Option 3 is possible that extends the ISS to 2020, adds the technology program and maintains all of the other content of Option 3. Some would agree that this variant is actually the reference program on which NASA is embarked, but it should be emphasized that so far no funds have specifically been allocated for continuing the ISS after 2015. Consolation program in its planning assumed that funds that had been previously used for the operation of the iss would become available to the constellation by 2016 additionally no funds were explicitly in the nasa plans for a robust broad-based technology development program the impact of extending the iss to 2020 is to require the additional expenditure of about 14 billion between 2015 and 2020 the additional expenditure plus the technology program combined with developing the Ares 1 and Orion within the less constrained budget causes significant slips to subsequent milestones Orion Ares 1 do not become available until the late 2010s serving the last few years of the ISS the development of heavy lift and its use in human lunar return slips to the late 2020s, so that the Aries and Orion are left to either not fly at all for the better part of a decade, or fly in that interval in Earth orbit without the ISS as a destination. The committee observed that the other options would be rated more highly by the evaluation process So, the committee did not pursue this variant of Option 3. Option 4. Moon First This option preserves the moon as the first destination for human exploration beyond low Earth orbit. It also extends the ISS to 2020. Funds Technology Advancement uses commercial vehicles to carry crew to the low Earth orbit, and funds the space shuttle into FY 2011. There are two significantly different variants to this option. See Figure 6.2.2 2. Variant 4A is the Ares 5 light variant. As shown in Figure 6.4.1 1, this option retires the shuttle in FY 2011 and relies on international launch support for crew delivery until the U.S. commercial crew services become available in the mid-to-late 2010s. The commercial crew provider ferries crew to the ISS until its retirement in 2020, after which there is a gap in human flight activity until the Ares 5 light in the dual launch mode is available for lunar exploration in the mid-2020s. The beginnings of a lunar base follow about three or four years later. Variant 4B, the Shuttle Extension variant. This variant includes the only foreseeable way to close the gap in U.S. human launch capability. As shown in Figure 6.4.1-1, This variant extends the shuttle to 2015 at a minimum safe flight rate. Shortly after the shuttle is retired, commercial service picks up the fairing of crew to the ISS until its retirement in 2020. This variant also takes advantage of synergy with the shuttle by developing the more directly shuttle-derived heavy-lift vehicle However, even with the less constrained budget, the more directly shuttle-derived heavy launcher is not available until the middle of the 2020s, 10 years after the shuttle retires. Therefore, the problem of continuality of systems and workforce skills are diminished in the early years, but reappear later. The more directly shuttle-derived system has a higher recurring cost, so the flight rate within the less constrained budget drops below two crew flights per year to the moon and a lunar base slips beyond 2030. Again, the committee applied its valuation process to these integrated options and variants that fit within the less constrained budget and follow a moon-first strategy. The options can be compared in two steps. Figure 6.4.1-2 shows the comparison between Option 3, the baseline, and Option 4a, the Aries V light dual launch variant of the Moon first architecture. This shows that Option 4a matches or surpasses Option 3 in all metrics considered. The sources of these differences are the use of the more capable Ares V light dual launcher, coupled with the extension of the ISS, providing for more exploration preparation. The technology investment causes a higher score on the technology evaluation. The extension of the ISS improves the ratings on human civilization more information on human long-term adaption to space and global partnerships. The availability of commercial crew launch gives an edge in life cycle costs and in economic expansion. Thus, the committee finds that even with the Aries Five family launchers and the moon as a destination, there are ways potentially to extract more value from the program than to follow the baseline. In a second comparison, figure 6.4.1-3 shows the relative valuation of the two variants of option 4, the moon first. Here the scores indicate some counts on which the Aries five light variant 4a scores better than the shuttle-derived variant 4b. The use of the more capable Ares 5 Lite dual launcher gives a higher score in exploration preparation. The use of the more economical Ares 5 Lite gives a better evaluation in life cycle costs. The more capable Ares 5 Lite dual launch allows simplification of launch and on-orbit operations, reducing mission safety risk. In contrast, the more directly shuttle-derived launcher in Option B scores better in sustainability and workforce skills, both traceable to the continuation of the shuttle system and workforce. This decision trades a more capable vehicle for more short-term benefit from advocacy and smaller workforce impact with the shuttle-derived systems. End of Section 14. Recording by Linda Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.